We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Syndergaard trying to finish with an exclamation. Instead of fly ball to left, it sends Schwarber back onto the track. At the wall, Payne has done it again. He's given the Astros a 2-1 lead in game five. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm going to need some forgiveness Friday. We'll probably get to that in just a little bit. There were several things coming out of the Jerry interview and... I was going to focus on hopefully the part about Odell Beckham Jr. Or Kelvin said, Joseph needs to become that man, man on the outside. Yes. Yeah. You really outfoxed everybody on that okay. one. Okay. I see. Yeah. I see what you're doing right now. But I thought the fact that they're still in communication with Odell. I heard what he said. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think the fact that they're still in communication with Odell and they're still trying to figure out what he can contribute this year. And also, I thought it was telling when you asked him about like only playing in the playoffs. He yeah. was like, eh, I don't think that's a slap in the face. That leads me to also believe that they're still chatting. And that, uh, Mike, the point that he made of the players on this team yeah. understand rehab. Like that, that that's right. interesting to uh, me. I do think this, too, is there's a possibility of signing him in the offseason. Uh, let's just say the draft falls that there's not a wide receiver you love in the first three rounds. And Odell Beckham Jr. isn't signed by teams. Now, I know that there's a little bit of, like, free agency happens, then the draft happens. But I don't think he wants to start crapping on Odell Beckham Jr. because most likely he's not a 2022 Cowboy. There is a possibility he's a 2023 Cowboy. That makes Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And we're actually going to get into that during the C block today, a little bit about the draft and Odell and how those might work together or – uh, you know, how you feel about the potential of finding a, a receiver like that. I brought right. that up with you a little bit yesterday. Yeah, and I've, I've, I'm trying to reach out on Twitter to Fox News and Tucker Carlson's people that you could possibly be on. I think it'd be amazing tonight. 
I will stop. I have to go to a Christmas party. Oh, I will. Dude. I will have the whole Christmas party turn on Fox News if you're on there tonight. Would and you be great? Would you hop like, on television good. in your Star Wars? Yeah. Shirt. Will you wear a collared shirt and your <laughs> Batman tie? <laughs> <laughs> sure. If that is the just to spread the spread the message about the station and the show, not. For whatever else, I feel like y'all are trying to drag me into. You here. wouldn't. You'd be on. their Cowboys correspondent, dude. You would have. Could you imagine a platform that reaches about half the country? All right. Uh huh. And yeah. and you could basically start your campaign to become president right then. Oh my god! You and always wanted been, to go into politics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you said up. you said that. No, right? You want to be a governor or a mayor or yeah. something, right? Yeah. A mayor first. <laughs> yes. Work your way up the uh-huh. ladder. Maybe start with the city council, but I'm uh, I'm here for it. Is all right. I'm gonna try to uh, pivot this to baseball. All right, fine. <laughs> baseball talk. Yeah, when you're about to be a- on Fox News, we're gonna talk baseball. Is this about the Goldilocks balls? Have you heard about this? It's about how they use three they, different balls. Yeah, they rolled out yeah. three different baseballs last year. This is insane. I do want to talk about that at some point. Okay, Mike. would you? I was gonna bring up Xander Bogarts and Brandon Nimmo, but and one of those is your guy. Would you rather, I swear to God, I know what you're going to say, is would you rather talk about the baseballs or those two guys? Mike. Yes. I, since the Rangers got neither of those guys, I do want to bring up, I heard Choppy talking about this this morning. Okay. And I'm fascinated by this story more now. Evidently, they have, you know, dud baseballs, better baseballs. And the Goldilocks ball, which is the perfect sweet spot ball. Yeah. Somehow, during Aaron Judge's run, Uh more of these balls were found in the Yankees uh, clubhouse. And they were also in the all-star game. And there's like, there's just, it's... Did did you ever know that they had a different ball while you were playing? No, because of this. In 2015, MLB bought Rawlings. So MLB... The commissioner never made the baseball until that point. Rawlings was commissioned, hired to make the baseballs. As in, they had to make them uniform. They had to make them to certain standards. Now that Rob Manfred owns the baseball company, as in owns the, we make our baseballs, he can do whatever he wants. It's bad. It's 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 not the best thing for baseball. You need to have a baseball that is Exactly the same for a whole season. If you want to make an adjustment the next year to the baseball a little bit, whether you want to give it a little bit more pop, take out a little bit of a a, a pop to it. I understand that. And you talk to the company who makes it going, hey, I feel like your balls are a little bit too bouncy right now, or they're a little dead. And so now that Rob Manfred can control each game, whether it's regular season, whether it's all-star game, whether it's playoffs, remember – in the playoffs, all of a sudden, home runs started happening yes. the, the year yep. of kind of the dead baseball because they went to a bouncier, more lively baseball. That's not good for the game. Because also, the players, I have to talk to them, I don't think they really know if they're pitching with the lively baseball or the more deadened baseball, if, if that is even a term, the one that's not going to go as far, because that would make a difference on how I pitch. It'd also make a difference on how I hit. Yeah, for sure. So I think the players should have an idea on what baseball are we playing with in the playoffs? What baseball are we playing with in the regular season? Does it, Kevin, and I'm not saying that somebody was sitting in their brandy room with cigars. Sure. How can we control these games a little more? Yeah. How can we control these games a little more? 
But doesn't this like set up in the idea of and I and I'm not trying to crap on the game because I love baseball, Mike, right? But doesn't it set up, Kevin? It seems that way that they're like we can we can control well, this a hundred percent. Yeah, I know it's it's different because it's basketball and it's not about the basketball. But it goes to what David Stern and what they still do today the in the playoffs yeah. is that they will if a series is two zero and it looks like it's going to get out of hand, let's bring in referees that really favor the home team. Now, it doesn't mean we fix the game, but we know that now we're giving the home team a little bit more of an advantage to try to get back into the series because we have hired refs that statistically show that right. they favor the home team, and especially in this environment, they should be able to help this team win a game so we extend the series. So the question gets brought up from the 214, and I feel like we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, is with the move of Xander Bogarts, to the Padres, 11 years, $280 million. This after they already lost in in terms of getting another shortstop. They pick up this shortstop. What happens with Fernando Tatis? And also, one quick update. If you're interested in bidding, Jared did say, for the purposes of competition, yes. Hell you yes. could bid $1 more. Yes. But if you really want to destroy Sean and RJ, feel free to bid even higher than that. We have for our Swinging for a Cause Bay check-in starts Sunday at 4 at the Top Golf in Colony. In the Colony, golf starts at 5. There's going to be live auctions, presentations. The Bowling for Suit concert is at 7.30. Really action-packed, fun night. Our bay has got Brad Leland from Friday Night Lights, Buddy Garrity, and Taylor Hearn. My baby will be there. We've got family members out there. And you Mike can Bassick. see all the celebrities out there. What a freaking Mike Bassett. If you're there. in my bay... Our bay, uh-huh. I'll sign for free. If you're in somebody else's bay, I will sign, but for a price. Okay. Like when Man. my kid walked up to him and was like, hey, can I get your autograph? And he was like, $25, yeah. kid. But you're like, but I won the bay. And he'll be like, you know what? Free. <laughs> All right. Now, on the Bogarts, Tatis, right. I guess it's probably more focused on Tatis unless you want to talk about mm-hmm. Bogarts to the Padres. What is going to happen there next? Every indication is Tatis is going to left field. Now, the weird thing is, is what people have written about is Bogarts is an average defensive shortstop. There's this, hey, is he even a great shortstop? He's a great hitting shortstop, but he's not a great defensive shortstop. So, Like Corey Seager. Yeah, they went and got, arguably, Bogarts might be the best offensive shortstop in the game. There's arguments with uh, Francisco Lindor. Obviously, if Tatis was healthy and playing, there'd be an argument there. But it's interesting they went out and got a shortstop who's not really better defensively. And honestly... If Tatis is healthy, he's not better offensively either. So he's not better defensively or offensively if Tatis can play. But it sounds like Tatis uh, is going to go to left field. The other thing which you read about is there's no way Juan Soto signing an extension. He's going to get to free agency, and he's probably going to look for $500 million. Okay. So can- they might look at Tatis like having to go to the outfield because they know that Soto's just a guy that they can have for – Two more years. Okay. All right. And I am fascinated by that. And we probably should talk some more about that as well. But I'm just kind of, I was hoping you could just get your take on Tatisa's shocking fall from grace so quickly. Not that he can't like still rebound and he got all of the monies, but he signs this mega deal and then steroids. And then we're replacing your position, moving you out there. And then some people are even like, we don't even know if the Padres still want him. What's going to be interesting is, is they moved him to the outfield before, before steroids and everything. And it was horrible. He was a horrible outfielder. And they're like, crap, we just got to move him back to short and live with it. And he needs to get better there at 22 years old. And now he's 24 years old is 
Now they're going to move him to the outfield. And there does need to be a commitment. You can talk to anybody, whether it's Joey Gallo, who became a gold glove outfielder. He was a third baseman slash first baseman. Is You do have to commit to wanting to be a good outfielder. You can't just throw him out there and go, hey, no problem. Just go chase down the fly balls. It's a lot harder than you think to be out there. Ask yeah. a guy like Mike Napoli. Ask a guy like Manny Ramirez. Manny yeah. Ramirez just never cared. And so if you don't care, that's what you get. So Fernando Tatis Jr. could go, I don't care. I got $341 million coming my way over 13 years. I'll go out there. I'll jog around. And if it's hit really easy, I'll catch it. If not, I'll go jog and toss it into the infield. So I do think he can become a good defensive outfielder. First of all, he has a premium arm. He can throw the ball close to 100 miles an hour. So I do think he can become as good as Joey Gallo in the outfield with a premium cannon of an arm and running down a lot of fly balls. But he has to want to do it. And then, Corey, are you sad? The guy you talked about, Brandon Nimmo, decided he's going back to the Mets. Eight years, $162 million. Eight years? Yeah. That's impressive. That's like two terms. Um, oh he is He's a tough outfielder, man. He plays hard. He hits well. Like that's. I just wanted to add something like that to the to the lineup. But, man, that's, yeah. that's real rich for a Rangers team that – like that wouldn't be the key yeah. piece for him. Eight for one sixty-two. So that's that's a big number. Totally get it. And the Rangers do have a lot of depth in their organization. And I was just reading that the trade market right now is dead because teams. It's really weird. A year ago, teams didn't have any money. Yeah. And they locked out the players and they said, "We can't do this. We can't spend any more money. Money is." At this point, because of COVID, because of the lack of... Right. Remember, they're like, Man, we're just not getting as many fans as we want, this and that. And then all of a sudden, they get a deal done. And they're like, yep, here's $43 million for you. Here's $45 million for you. Here's $20 million for your average player. Here's another $13 million for a guy that we don't even know if he can be in the rotation or not. Like, It's just yeah. it's interesting how owners get going up against a collective bargaining agreement will say, we're out of money. We don't have any. We're losing money. As soon as an agreement is signed for like a long period of time, they're like... Hey, guess what? We're all lying. We actually have zillions of dollars that we're making off of this sport. Corey, zillions, Dan. how well there's about a, a bunch of Brazilian people celebrating right now because they have scored in extra time against Croatia in the quarterfinals. Did you say Tony there's, there's a... Furious right now. You say there's a Brazilian, Brazilian people? No, I said the- there are Brazilian people. <laughs> this show is probably going to be out there enough today. I, let's, I'm going to try to <laughs> not step in anything else Was that else Neymar? Today. Did Neymar score? Is that his it's, name? It's Neymar. Oh, no. I know we were just talking about, not Nomar, and we were just talking about Brandon Nimmo, but no to all of that. But yeah, Brazil takes the lead one to nothing in the quarterfinals against Croatia. I had a couple of quick college football notes for y'all, if you don't mind, is did you see local kids right here? Max Duggan won the Davey O'Brien Award for best quarterback, even though best all-around player went to a different quarterback, which I've always found kind of confusing. And then Bijan Robinson from Texas, who we have talked about as a potential Cowboys draft target for several months now, took home the Doak Walker Award as the nation's top running back. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the Houston Astros, Jackson State football, and an Albanian long jumper. Do any of these folks deserve Forgiveness Friday? Do you? 877-881-1053. Let us know. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan, and it's time for some Forgiveness Friday, 877-881-1053. Do you or somebody you know need to ask for forgiveness do, do you need to ask somebody for forgiveness? It's also shout-out Friday. Moody to Mayor, can I get a shout-out? I'm listening to y'all as I run this assembly line at GM Tolo. And then from the 940, shout-out to my son Reagan, turns 12 today. I love you, kiddo, from UPS Mark from Valley View. So some amazing shout-outs to start right there. And you know what? If you wanted one more, this is a great one, too. From the 214, shout-out to my brother Chase, who is in the Navy Pray for his safety, does not get to come home for Christmas this year. Mm. We're all with you and praying for uh, praying for you out there. So thank you very much. All right. 877-881-1053. Forgiveness Friday. Forgive me. I did not watch Baker Mayfield come back against the Raiders. I didn't watch it. I told you you didn't have to. Remember yesterday yeah. I was like, you don't have to. So I didn't. Man. And then I saw this morning through waking up and then kind of looking at what happened in the world of sports last night that I right. didn't watch. And I saw that Damian Lillard was awesome at basketball, but Jamal Murray hit a great shot at the end. Um, but then I also saw Baker Mayfield played and he actually did great in the fourth quarter. Did you know, like, it was it was pretty shocking how similar the Baker and Tom Brady comebacks were, both 16 to 3. Double touchdown, 17-16 victory. Kind of wild. Baker is the next no. Tom Brady. Well, or Tom Brady is now at top Baker's level. I mean, a couple things there, Kevin. I did tell you that this is the best situation he has ever been in at the point of having like a competent coach. 
Like that is, and you see, he was able to do something. They were miserable for most of the game. Yes. Very miserable. I yes. was watching that game going, ugh. <laughs> that is very fair. But this is for my Raiders fans out there. And I don't, I don't know if you have this in, uh, in gridiron for later. The Raiders are the fourth team <laughs> to oh, lose yeah. four games in a season when leading by 13 plus points. They were up 20 to nothing on the Cardinals. 17 and nothing on the Chiefs, 17 and nothing on the T Laws, and 16 to three on the Rams, and have lost all hey, of them. Good news for them, though. If you're worried you didn't have anything to play for, no team has ever done that five times in a season. So the Raiders have an opportunity to make history. Now it's bad history, sure, mm-hmm. but history is history. You know what I'm saying? I will say the Raiders are lucky they didn't trade this year's first round pick because I was just looking at a mock draft here because I was like. Are they one of the dumb teams that also gave up their pick? Because right now, picks three, four, and five have already been traded. Yeah. Denver has already traded their pick, which is the third overall pick to Seattle. The Rams have already traded their pick, which goes to Detroit, which is the fourth overall pick. Even though they won last night, they're still sitting at four. And the fifth overall pick is New Orleans to Philadelphia. So... I was like, crap, are the Raiders one of the teams that have also traded their first round pick for, I thought, maybe Devontae Adams or something, but they didn't. Do I mean they always need forgiveness? Do the Houston Astros deserve forgiveness? Yesterday, dude, no. Right after the Jacob Degrom press conference, and he went on with G Bag, the Houston Astros Twitter account sent out just a reminder: we're the only team in Texas to win a World Series, and we've done it twice. Right, well, Mike. It is factually true. Oh, it is factually true. My problem whenever I see that tweet is my only rebuttal is you won one while cheating, and I wonder how you won, how you cheated on the second one. I will never think that they're not cheating, Mike, and that's that stinks because I love the game so much uh, that I think that somebody's out there cheating. But I guess the 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 whole like the commissioner's fine with it too he's like hey yeah, let's throw in some that. some goldilocks balls out there so no, I, I hate the astros and i hate that tweet screw them they're still really good man i, I won't ever respect you know what, what? i are res- mad mike why don't you come over and i had respect us? for tim duncan and those spurs because they were good and like i had to respect that i will never respect the cheating houston astros i hear you never i, mean, I don't mind that i, I like that i like that energy that we're going to have as hopefully the Rangers this year and next year and beyond start making the silver boot a competitive yes. thing. From the, I wanted to do this one. I saw this earlier. I didn't get a chance to hit it yet from the 682. Please shout out their husband today. He's a Tolo and is always listening. So shout out to Mark Prieto is they're opening their very first gym in Midlothian in January Body and Mind Fitness, they've worked really hard, and she said she's a very proud wife. That's from Elizabeth. Shout out to Mark. Best of luck, obviously, on your gym, and thanks to y'all for being Tolos. In the 972, Corey, who do you hate more, the Astros or the Eagles? I mean, they're two different sports, so I, th- I can hate them equally. Lakers. And yeah. I, I, you know what? I hate That's the me. Lakers, Lakers too. are my number. I can put them right there in that can. I can both of them, two different sports. So, in football, hate the Eagles. In baseball, hate the Astros. You know what? They're the worst. I actually kind of want to get Mickey's insight on this if we can. I want to start with hate. That's how we'll start it. So brought to you by four, built for Texas, built for you. Mickey, we're going to start this off with hate. 
which <laughs> what's that? I'm sorry. I said just because I'm here, you're going to no, start no. with hate? Just because yeah. we were talking oh, no. about sports hate because the Astros were throwing shade at the Rangers yesterday during the DeGrom presser and everything. All-time number one most hated sports team. Me? Yes. Yes. The Yankees. Makes sense. Good. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, all through the 60s, uh, the White Sox had very good teams, but they could never overtake the Yankees except for 1959 when I was, what, five, six years old, whatever it was. I don't know if I've told you this before, Mickey, but fun fact, I have two World Series tickets from that World Series. From, no way. Yeah, from my grandparents because – they all lived up in Chicago, and so, yeah, somewhere I have a couple of those World Series case, uh, tickets cased up and saved away. Okay, this is not why I'm on, but I have a workman's pass from one of the games. Really? What is a workman's pass? I'm sorry. Well, here's what happened. Mickey Workman. Uh, my uncle was working for a meatpacking company, and they provided food at Comiskey Park, Right. And he had a workman's pass. Well, he didn't need to go. He gave it to my dad. My dad got in on a workman's pass. And when they cleared the stadium before one of the home games at Comiskey Park, he went and hid in the bathroom. <laughs> and then he came out and was able to watch the game. Wow. I did that out of seat. Yeah, I did that once. Uh with, no way. With a Dave Matthews concert. I snuck oh. in through the workman's the, area yeah. and then went and hid in the bathroom until the show started. So he saved the workman's pass, <laughs> and in some little box when I was going through stuff, well, there it was. That's awesome. That in the 80s, super cool. here's Tommy Topper for you, but I really can't top some <laughs> But uh, I would go to all the Cowboy games for free because my dad or grandpa would hand them the four tickets for him and his three boys, which were my dad and two uncles, but... I was, you know, eight to ten years old, and I would just keep walking in. They'd tear the four tickets and then hand them back and say, go on. Wow. And there were plenty of seats available in the yes. 80s for Cowboy Kids. No, absolutely. Now, now hate. <laughs> yeah. No. Now, back to the Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> back to the Cowboys. I Although, know. that was fun. Okay. Man, does it sound like Mickey wants us to lean Every into the sports while, hate Mickey a little bit more? gets to put on more? his dancing shoes, hey, and he was happy about it. If there's any time. other sports hate you have out there, like, <laughs> throw it out. I, we're glad to mm-hmm, hear it. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I think that was the <laughs> right. only one. It was right. worth a shot. It's the yeah. Yankees, so it's okay. Is I that man, okay. Look, I thought we were gonna move on to the Cowboys, and we will, but you make holy cow. So sorry, we're also watching the World Cup. Croatia just got the I mean, equalizer with a few minutes left in extra time. No, for the Yankees, my hate developed because in 1996, when the Rangers made the playoffs for the very first time. They went in there, Yankee Stadium, won game one. Yeah. And I was like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Pudge, Juan Gonzalez, never going to stop us. And then over the span of the next four seasons and three postseasons, they lost three cons- yeah. uh, three consecutive series, nine consecutive games to the Yankees, and I despise them because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was, it was, it was, a, it was... And then, and then you cheer for the Yankees when they got to the World Series. No, because you couldn't couldn't cheer for the National League. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. Couldn't, I couldn't love- couldn't put up with my 
friends that were Cub fans, right, and let the National League win a World Series. Yeah, no, I I do get that sentiment. I I, I can definitely understand That's that. Fun. That's a fun fun conversation. I like that. All right, now another conversation we've had a lot off air is talking about Donovan Wilson. I know we talked about it in terms of like Pro Bowl voting and stuff, but I was curious because Corey brought this up off air. If you have any kind of like player comp for him, because we've really been enjoying watching him last season and then obviously this season as well. Yeah, I think um, what he's done this year is rather amazing. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's funny you bring it up because I was just talking with him yesterday um, about, you know, he's he's not in the locker room a lot. Uh, if I was his agent, I would make him sit in there 30 minutes every day when the media's in there. Uh, and he doesn't do many interviews. He's kind of shy. Uh, but he is not shy when he plays football, right? All. And uh, the guys on this team can't say enough about him. Um, and, you know, that's why Micah came up with the Jaguar thing the other day uh, as his nickname. And uh, I spoke with him in the summer, probably is the longest I talked with him. Uh, when he won the off-season workout award, um, they they track all this stuff guys do in the off-season, how much they advance, uh, how how often they're there, their uh, team, uh, you know what they've done as a teammate and that. And he won the award. They they awarded thirteen guys, but he got the award right for being the best, and he was pretty proud of it. And I remember him that one day in training camp when they took a group picture of the guys that uh, won the individual awards, and then he took a separate picture uh, with Harold Nash, the the head of the uh, training staff, and uh, they gave him uh, this golden chain, uh, golden whistle, and they put it on a chain, and he took the picture holding it out, and Harold said, I think that's what he was the most proud of, that we gave him that darn chain, <laughs> right? But that's how hard he worked in the offseason because uh, he was coming back from the groin surgery that he played through uh, during the season, you know, missed several games because of it, but continued to play and then immediately had surgery, and now he had to go into rehab. And he basically rehabbed the whole offseason and summer, and they finally let him get back into doing things when he got in the training camp. And, you know, when we were talking, it was like, well, it was worth it, huh? It's paying off. He goes, yeah, absolutely. He goes, you know, and, and he's in a contract year on top of it. Uh, but just the uh, nature yeah. he plays with, he plays so hard. And it's what Harold Nash was saying. He goes, the reason he gets hurt because he plays so hard. He throws his body in there, um, you know, and as, as uh, I, I think it was Micah Parsons said, he goes, it doesn't matter if he's got to take on a 250-pound running back or a 350-pound uh, offensive lineman, he's going to stick his head in there. And that's just kind of the way he plays. And now to see that um, – Gosh, we were just talking about this yesterday. He's tied for the team lead in total tackles. Uh, he has four sacks. He's one sack short of the most sacks a Cowboys safety has had since Bill Bates had five wow. in 1984. Ooh. Think about that. Wow. And all the safeties, and Cowboys have had some pretty darn good safeties, right? Uh, but never a, a guy that, you know, was blitzing or – uh, or came up with that many sacks. So I think that just bodes well for what this guy 
has done this year when he's finally healthy and have played as many games as he had. And, you know, when we talked about it, I said, now, look, I'm not trying to jinx you about the injury thing, but uh, and he goes, no, he goes, you know, I'm healthy. And, uh, and he's, you know, he's just so grateful that uh, I think people recognize the fact that he's on the field. Uh, I mean, he would he would be honored if you had asked him that question instead of me. Wow. Yeah, that's the type of guy he is. That's a fantastic answer. He's the perfect example then for McCarthy to say the work you put in, it shows. You you see what he's doing on the field right now, the work you put in the offseason, and every day is proving everything. And that's kind of the nature of this team, you know, and – in uh, fact, Mickey, I'm just... picking 42 to three Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you got a, you got a better score than that? Yeah. At uh, one point, I think Mike was at 77 to yeah, zero. I, so I, this is more concerning. I felt like I Mike was cutting us off. He said, "Let's zero. get to the scores and move <laughs> on to the next segment." You know, you guys are taking up way too much time. Well, it's He's Mike's probably time got baseball to yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah. but man. It's like my grandmother coming in at night when we're visiting, and she'd come in with the old alarm clock that you had to wind. And she'd come in, wind in the clock, like, okay, time to go. Yeah, so what's the score, Mick? Oh, my God, Mike. 33-13. Okay. I like that score. If you can score 33 in one quarter, you can certainly do that against the Texans in one game. I like it. Thank you very much, Mickey. We appreciate you, as always, and I know All right, Mike well, does, All right, well, move too. on, Mike. Get to baseball. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bye, Mickey, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> Croatia scores with about four minutes left in extra time, which means uh, the equalizer. Brazil and I hope they Croatia, practiced they're going that one PK, country. Baby. <laughs> that one country didn't. They're going to PKs, and Croatia has won shootouts of soccer. in three of their four tournaments, and I believe they've won three shootouts in World Cup history. This will be fascinating against the favorite for the tournament. Coming up next. Mm. It's time for Gridiron Gravy. We'll have to tell Mickey we weren't going to baseball. It's Gridiron Gravy. Back to Thursday Night Football. Plus, Geno Smith is a delight. We'll do it next on The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gino takes the snap, four-man rush, going a half roll, throws back inside, reaching up, making a catch, touchdown, Seahawks! Are you kidding me? It is DK Metcalf! Croatia knows. I know. I promise we'll get to gridiron in just a second, but here's what's happening. And if you heard it sounded like Joey might want to laugh, it's because... Mike is running around the studio yelling "Coo coach and Croatia knows because his strategy for PKs is just kick it straight or maybe high and straight because the goalie always moves one way or another. He always dives. Yeah. And so when that Watch first- this. Brazil just made their second one, but the goalie wow. almost got it again because they're kicking low into corners. And, and they also seem to like to kick the, like, you're right-footed, you kick the opposite direction, yeah. like you go towards the left side. But, yeah, so the Croatia. first first Croatian kick went down the middle and high, and he was like, Croatia, no! And it was, like, sprinting around And what happened on their the second studio. one? They're two for two. He kicked it straight at him low. So all he did was change the height of it. 
Right here, Croatia's going for their third in a row. Kick it at him. You know he's moving. So you have. Oh, he went the opposite oh, direction. Wow, that was good. He didn't kick it at him. Yeah, but he still made it. So. And they did Tony win. Tony Kukoc, They baby. did win in PKs against Japan, too, Kevin. So, like, they're, wow. they're kind of on their game with their. Mike's analytics are on point. Mike is the big soccer move. analytic guy. It, watch, if you'd have kicked it at him. Still perfect. Well, I don't know. You if kick we it at him every time. I don't know if on the radio we should say watch. So we will continue. He's talking to you, bro. To monitor yeah, watch, this Kevin. situation. But right now, let's also go across the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. Croatia knows. I really thought you were going to yell out Ku Coach again. So um, <laughs> that's a wild I'm, moment. He was, and he was sprinting around. Oh, uh, the slow mo for Brasilia, Brazil. He got the the goalie to dive before he kicked it with the stop kick. All right. So we talked about how good the Raiders are at coughing up gigantic leads. Although Brazil is trying to replicate that since they gave up the goal with I want to say four minutes left. In the extra time, I want to go back to that game last night. Derek Carr, he threw a red zone interception for the 14th time since he's come into the NFL. That is tied with Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Phillip Rivers. Just think about this. Phillip Rivers hasn't been in the league for two years, and he is still tied for the lead with red zone interceptions along with Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and now... Derek Carr. They they went to the corner. He got it right past the net miner. I wasn't watching because my ears had gone dead on me, but it was just my plug-in thing. <laughs> but he, okay, kick it at him, Croatia. You're four for four. If they make the, it doesn't even matter. Uh, but if, if they, they stop this one, this one it doesn't even they matter. Win. Yeah. Will Brazil do the slow mo kick, or will they? No, to kick it at the goalie. He won't <laughs> stay there. He dives one way or the other every time. It's You know what? Somebody just said hearing y'all's excitement for FIFA is more exciting than actually watching the FIFA. And I, Mike Lasso, any, I just saw that. Kick it at him. Any sport Mike gets interested in or any moment Mike gets interested in is immediately more. You oh, miss. You moron. Oh We're not. God. I think we need to give that a second. Maybe. Wow. Brazil lost. <laughs> Warning, warning. So wow. he hit the post. He did hit the post. That what would happen if what he a kicked shocking right at him? turn of events if right Tony there. Tony Kukoc lives. Mike, what would have I mean, happened still... in that moment if Brazil had kicked right at he's the goal? Crying. <laughs> the blondies are crying. Oh my gosh. What'd you say, Corey? Okay. <laughs> oh my Nothing. god. He said, what do you think would have happened in that moment if you would have kicked it right at the goal? He would have made it. The dude dove. These morons who know soccer don't know soccer. You, and when you this is me. I would be an analytics person in soccer. You take people that don't know the sport uh-huh. and then make up numbers, and my numbers say uh-huh. kick it right at the goalie. Uh-huh. And what's crazy is he does have a point, Kevin. Have you seen if the goalie kick, not move? If you kick to a side, I, I you hear might that. hit the post. You, you might hit the post or the goalie stops right. it. If you kick it right at him, he's gone. Nobody's there. Yeah. They amazing. always move. Wow. This is amazing. So Croatia wins. The final score will go down as one to one, <laughs> which is stupid. And Croatia advances yes, via Tony. PKs to the semifinals of the World Cup, knocking off the World Cup favorite right there. Is there any way that Tony Kukoc walks out with the team for the semifinals? I, it's a non-zero chance. So there is, is there a way. any other Croatian that you guys know besides Tony Kukoc? 
Mirko Krokop. He was a mixed... Hockey guy? No, he was a uh, UFC mixed okay. martial artist. They called him the Croatian sensation, and he was awesome for a time. All right, so a couple more things about last night's Thursday night football game. That guy's game. not going to get in trouble because Brazil isn't like Colombia, like the two Escobars, where they're like, I, you messed up, no. I'll kill you. Nikola Tesla uh, was Croatian. Okay. The person who made Tesla? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well... I mean, it's it's evolved yeah. a lot since, and I think <laughs> the company is an inspiration based maybe off of that name. That is a great question, actually. And don't forget, <laughs> there's always next year Brazil. We are now losing no. to Sean and RJ four years. What we are losing to Sean and RJ in the swinging for a cause charity bay. They're at two thousand one dollar. We're at two thousand dollars. We're losing by one dollar. Come on, we don't want to be Brazil. We want to be Croatia. Quick note about last night's game. Here's the actual cash that went to the Rams quarterbacks thus far for this, or that will for the season. Bryce Perkins, $825,000. John Wolford, $900,000. Baker Mayfield, $1.35 million. Matthew Stafford, $61.5 million. Wow. So, a lot of money there. That is a lot of money right there. But. We played a clip of the Seahawks and Geno Smith, and I know we've gotten into the back and forth with Reggie about this is the year. Geno Smith puts it all together. I know, but this is an amazing quote right here. Is he was asked yesterday whether he ever got frustrated during his seven years as a backup quarterback, and he said, no, my tough times would be a dream to someone else. Wow. Like, just think about how cool that perspective is. Is he was a backup for seven years, and he was like, Do you know how many people would kill to do this? Absolutely. So, yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah. No, I mean, he's got a really good point. A lot of, you know, people will dig on Mike, they dig on Jesse Holly, and I'm always like, Dude, they played. That's that. I would love to have been able to play. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. that's a really good perspective on that. It's great. Uh, I, I did want to add this, You're Kevin. still in Croatia. Marco mode. Polo. Uh, was said to be a, have been born on the island of Korkula. Uh, also, Bill Belichick is... Is uh, Croatian? Often what? talks of his Croatian roots. So, Bill Belichick, the greatest football coach and strategist of all time. I feel like I need to go to Croatia now. <laughs> I think you should. Will you wear all that right. checkered pattern? Oh, they're... Yeah. yeah. That's that's their thing. Yeah. Okay. Why not? But I need to go get a Tony Kukoc, Mitchell and Ness jersey. Okay. How come and they don't make those? They make Scottie Pippen. He hates the Bulls. Feels like an off-air conversation. And the singer <laughs> Lord. Get back to you on that. The singer Lord. Her mom is Croatian. Oh, so man. Go. I have learned more about Croatia via y'all and soccer uh-huh. than yeah. I ever would have imagined. Is she the one that sings that royal song? And we'll never yeah. be royal. Yep. Royal. My band's going to play that now. All right. What? Okay, I've got. That doesn't sound like a Kansas City Royals song. I was like, maybe they shouldn't play that. I'll 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 bring you back in. Thanks. I've got a Brock Purdy fact for you. Uh oh. Kind of. I'll bring you back in. Yes. You do realize that you're drifting a little bit, right? <laughs> Is Tom Brady has faced quarterbacks in their first ever NFL start six times. He is six and zero against those quarterbacks. Those luminaries include Luke McNown. Matt Flynn, Tyler Palco, Jake Locker, EJ Manuel, and Luke Falk. Now he will go up against Brock Purdy in his first ever NFL start. And Tom Brady is 6-0 in those games. Are you serious? That's right. Wow. 
He might be broken now, but if he's not, mm. he's six and zero oh in those games. I know that's. It just seems like there's not a stat where Tom Brady has failed a lot, right? Sure. It just seems like there's just his. You talk about Geno never, Smith. Has he ever had a losing record in a season? I don't think so. Like, I, I really, yeah, because I don't. I think you're right. Because remember how big of a deal we talked about when they got to five losses. It's like yeah. you didn't even had five losses, which isn't even close to a losing. Went season. to Tampa, won the Super Bowl last year. I know made the playoffs, didn't win anything special. And this year, I know they're 500. This is going to be his worst season ever, right? I think so. And they could still make the playoffs just right. to show like how much of a shambles that division is in. All right, I wanted to run this exercise real quick because I was reading this on ESPN. I wanted to get y'all's take and the Tolos and the Tuolos take. Is We talked yesterday about Burrow, Tua, Herbert, and Hertz. You're just doing a four-player draft with those four. What order would you draft them in? Like, it's your team. You can take it whatever direction you want. God, this is going to be crazy, but I would take Herbert first. And I know that he's the guy that's probably not going to make the playoffs. And I rate Burrow better, but if I'm just going, hey, I have no players on the team at all. I believe Hurts, I'm sorry, Herbert. Did I say Hurts? You said Mm -hmm. Herbert. Okay, thank you. I think Herbert is two years younger than Burrow. So that being said, I do think he has – all the qualities that I want. Now the winning quality is a quality that sometimes is very tough to identify what it is. Unless you're LaShawn McCoy, then that dude doesn't give any qualities at all. He's like, well, look at his record. He wins. Hey, LaShawn, do better, man. Uh, Herbert Burrow. Do I go Hertz over Tua? I'm going to go Hertz over Tua and then Tua fourth. And the reason I go Tua fourth, not that I don't like him, yeah. I like him, is his injury history. I'm worried that he's not going to last nearly as long as the other three guys. I got Burrow, Hertz, Herbert, Tua. And, oh. be, and it is because of swag. Okay. Like, like, like Tua had to be talked into having confidence. I was a little surprised when I saw how Barnwell thinks a redraft would play out. He says... Burrow first, Hurt second, Tua third, and Justin Herbert fourth, which I have to admit, yeah. I was I was surprised about that. That being said, I think they are all picked with the first four picks in the draft now. Yeah, Does that point, make sense? Yeah. Like it's not like, oh, you know, Hertz was taken in the second round, and I know that those guys were taken yeah. one, five, six. I can't remember. That is correct. Okay. But I think that if it was a redraft and you put all players in it, I think the first four picks yeah. are probably all quarterbacks. And Jalen Hurts went 53rd, so yeah. nice little value for Jordan them right Love. there. We're the KNC Masterpiece oh, Love, yeah. right here Six on for nine. 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, this should be an easy one. Uh-huh. Cowboys win because, however, you also have to tell us Cowboys lose because. 877-881-1053. Cowboys win because. Cowboys <laughs> lose because. Next on The Fan.